Good morning. It is Monday, February 15th, 7.58 a.m. I hope you all had a good week. I know I did, but I'm very glad that week is over. You know what I mean? It's been one hell of a week. Um, it just seemed like, I don't know, man, my anxiety just really went went through the roof. <sighs> Worrying about taxes and had a couple nightmares like in one week which that's just I don't know I don't really get I haven't had nightmares like that in a long time um it was just diff it was just a difficult week um I try not to dwell on the bad stuff and you know like oh you know look forward to a better future but sometimes it's just hard and gotta like be there for yourself when it's hard um I often go through I vacillate between you know trying not to think like think about like oh I haven't no one's hugged me in months or something like that and I start to feel sad and and that sort of thing. But then when I'm around people, I can barely stand to be around anybody because I'm just not used to it. And it's hard. You know, it's everything is too much, too much stimulus. And I don't know. I'm just, I'm just going through a difficult time. It'll pass, but it's just hard. Um, you know, uh, I took a walk with Rob. That was nice. Um, and we smoked a joint and then there was a Zoom birthday, which is so strange uh, for Taylor. So it's Taylor, Burke, me, Jen, Leah, Tori, and Hannah. And yeah, that was fun. Catching up. It was really great to see everybody's faces. And then yesterday, which was Valentine's Day, was also the day that Jen's birthday was celebrated. And hers is actually on the 10th, I believe. Um, and I got a ride with Leah and we went to, it was at Alamo Square Park. And it was kind of, the park was fairly crowded, but not too bad. And there were it was kind of like grayish overcast skies. We've been having some heavy rains here in San Francisco. Um, there were a lot of people there. It was also Brace's going away party too. He's going to be living in LA for six months. Um, I'm guessing for his podcast. Um, yeah, I pretty much just... It's so weird because it's so hard for me to be around many people. Um it's harder. It's getting harder for me to be in social situations. Um, I've always struggled with social anxiety, um, even before the quarantine. It's something I don't really talk about too much. Um, but yeah, I've gone through different periods in my life where I've had severe, you know, coped with severe social anxiety, um, and it kind of. It kind of showed its showed itself yesterday. I just I felt overstimulated and like there were too many people around me, 
I mean, they weren't focusing on me, but you know, too many people. Um, it was nice to see everybody though on the same token, you know? Um, so yeah, there was food there. I had like a piece of chicken, but it was just messy and I just didn't really want to eat. Um, Rose and Aaron showed up. Hannah and Brendan were there. Mark was there. And then a bunch of DSA people that I don't really recognize. There's this one bozo, though. Um, I don't know him. So this is, I don't know his name or anything, but he always wears this purple. I don't like the color purple. <laughs> and he always wears this purple coat. And I'm just like, to me, that's just such a warning sign when a man wears purple. Um, and I have some observations. I have some observations here, which I'm going to opine. Um, I'm going to take it. I'm going to take it back to the first time I encountered this person. I believe it was a welcome home brace party. It was a small gathering where some other D DSA people were. The first time I encountered him in his purple, his purpleness, um, it was at Encore Karaoke. And that's kind of in what is called the tender knob. So it's the tenderloin mixed with Knob Hill. Um, you know, it's like right in between the two. Um, Jen loves to do karaoke and is before quarantine, there were several really fun karaoke parties that I attended um, that were Jen or Brace related. Um, so the first one was about five years ago, maybe five, maybe four, maybe it was four years ago. And we were there and Mr. Purplecoat showed up and he had his girlfriend with him and he went over straight over to Jen and just started just like fawning all over her in front of his girlfriend. Now granted, Jen, Jen is a beautiful woman. She's probably one of the most beautiful women in the city. She looks like Brigitte Bardot. Um, but I just thought it was rude of him. Um, and just kind of broishly like fawning all over brace too it was it was strange and repulsive to behold it was like a you know like it reminds me of like a tootsie pop that's been sucked on and left out in the sun it's covered in hair and ants that's that that was like what i was witnessing just something gross um so that was the first time and i was like oh my god like why bring your girlfriend here if you're obviously on the make and you have horrible taste in clothes anyway so fast forward and you know I, he when there's more people to buffer him it's okay you know because like i don't have to see it but the, the purple like the color purple just really irks me you know like when people just like choose it as like a fashion 
fashion staple, you know? Um, it's such an ugly color. And, and I, I feel like, I feel like when someone is wearing that, like, you know, that grape soda purple, like, like a whole, a full garment of it, it just, it, it kind of sets, what is it? Sets my hackles up or it puts my guard up. Anyway, so this time he was, he was also trying to hit on Jen too, which I thought was just obnoxious of course I, I didn't see him with a with a uh, girlfriend so maybe this time uh, his partner exited his life which is a good choice um and you know i made a concerted effort not to get to know him or to introduce myself to him and the lack of interest is mutual but you know it also allows me to to opine on my podcast about how i don't like his choice of clothes or I don't like the cut of his jib basically and I don't like how he talks to Jen and Brace anyway um I think the DSA is a wonderful organization sometimes there are some some people that that uh are in it that that want um you know some are there for the social aspect of it which is fair Generally speaking, it's a very good organization, um, and I and I do believe in in what it stands for. Um, so yeah, that was strange, and I I really don't know why purple just bothers me so much. Um, like little bits of it, little bits of it here and there. Lavender I can handle, like on redheads, I think it looks nice. Um. But yeah, purple and corduroy, like what I saw yesterday. What it makes me think is when someone is wearing something like that is that they got it on sale. Because purple doesn't really sell very well. Um, so when it comes in that color run, it's usually the last thing people will go for. I noticed that from just years of working in clothing shops. It's just the last color they go for. Um, usually people will go for black first, then white, then like cream, then blue, and then red. Green is really hard to sell. Green is almost harder than purple. Um, and if it if it is in purple, it has to be something really, really special. It's like you have to make an, an exception for it. Um, back, and I think it, I just associate it with, with people in my life that I don't really care for. Like when I was living in Houston years ago, I had this band called Chicken Hawk, which was like, you know, it's just a, just a little band. And, um, my bandmate which I'm going to change her name to Griselda. Um, she loved purple and wore it head to toe. And she also had like this kind of, I don't know. She got really a bit too big for her britches. Let's put it that way. Um, 
just very egotistical and and also purposely late to everything, like two hours late. And it was like this control thing, you know, like making everybody wait for her when she really wasn't talented or anything at all. I ended up just disbanding the group because I was like, I don't want to, I, 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 I literally just stopped talking to her 100%. Um, and then my, my ex-husband wore purple shoes and I hated them. I, th I thought they were so ugly and they weren't his only pair of shoes, but I j to me now when I see someone just like wearing a purple garment or anything, my, my sensors go up. Um, and I think there is a connection to like the colors and the fabrics that we choose to you know there's all there's all there's all sorts of things to it and you know it's ironic because both of those people the ex-husband and the ex-bandmate had huge egos and huge like inflated you know sense of you know like a self-importance you know and I obviously don't know the, the purple DSA guy personally. I just look at my observations. Um, so I can't really make too many, I can't cast too many um, judgments on his character. You know, he's probably really not a bad guy, but who knows. Um, but if you go back to the sumptuary laws of, you know, the Elizabethan era, only royalty could wear purple because the dye was so expensive and it was only worn for garments, like for ceremonial garments, like, you know, the cape with the ermine on the out outside of it. I wonder if, sometimes I wonder if there's a connection between someone wearing full purple and having kind of like an inflated ego or an inflated sense of self. You know what I mean? Um, I find that people who are very sensual love orange. Some, it's, an, it's an observation I made. It's usually their favorite color. Um, they're like the gourmands, the connoisseurs, the hedonists. Um, Frank Sinatra, that was his favorite color actually, was orange. Um, but yeah, I wonder if there's a connection between, you know, delusions of grandeur and, and, um, thinking it's okay to wear purple. Um, and that would, that's one, that's one sumptuary law that I would like to see reenacted. <laughs> nobody else could wear, nobody could wear purple. Um. But yeah, in the Victorian era, there were some breakthroughs in chemicals and dyes um, at the peak of the Industrial Revolution, which um, enabled, you know, of course, sumptuary laws were somewhat dissolved by, by the Victorian era, as she was considered to be more of a down-home queen. Um, but at the same point purple was available to the masses for mass consumption and production, um, production and consumption. Um, and there was kind of a purple mania 
where you'll see a lot of purple garments from that time. It's more of a um, flower petal purple and not that grape soda purple. Um, and then again, in the 1930s, there, there was a huge outpouring of that same crushed petal purple, um, kind of like a medium pale purple. And you'll, you find that in a lot of 30s garments. And my theory on why it's in a lot of 1930s garments is because it was a way of compensating for the collective poverty and economic loss that everyone was experiencing. It was like kind of compensating for it. Like it was a quick way to make something seem like subliminally more fancy. Um, there were lots of little, you know, extras and trinkets and bits and bobs kind of, you know, little extra ruffles and um, the prints were crazier and more wilds. It's pretty easy to spot 30s prints, you know. Anyway, I'm not sure really what my favorite color is, but I would have to say it's probably, probably blue in the blue spectrum of things. And I also like red too. Um, I like things that are metals in a weird way. So I like gold. I like metallic metals, um, iridescence, steel. So I don't know. I'm still working it out. I guess I mostly just know what I don't like. And I know what other people like. Um, but since the color that I gravitate towards wearing, if it is a color, it would be blue. So there you have it. Always wearing denim and that sort of thing. But yeah, I hope... I hope that, you know, things get better and... I'm grateful that I don't know very many people in my life or hardly any. I don't really know anyone that like wears purple. Um, I don't think I can be around it too much. Um, and it is strange to see it as a warning sign. But, you know, there's a reason why red lights are red and green lights are green. You know? Um. You know that movie Three Women with uh, Sissy Spacek and Shelley Duvall, um, Robert Altman directed, I believe it came out in 1970 or 72. See, Brewster McLeod was 1970. So I think this was like 72, 71, 72. But Shelley Duvall's character wears all yellow and everything in her house is yellow. And I wonder what that means. I wonder what, I wonder what, um, what it is when someone wears all yellow. I have barely met anyone who is a real yellow wearer. Um, but I think that it's a color that looks 
looks good on a lot of people and there's like a good variety of shades and it's something I can tolerate. And yellow often goes into trend like as a color trend um, every other summer. You can guarantee it's going to come into fashion every other summer. I don't know why, but it just does. It just does. Um, what was it? What is the yellow? What is the other yellow thing? Oh, my mind's a blank, so I guess it wasn't that important. None of it is. <laughs> um, and then there's also pink. The pink people, people who like pink, which I used to hate pink, and I think a lot of a lot of um, young women hate pink. Um, it's supposed to be means that you have, like psychologically, it means you have a problem with your mother, which I do. Um, but I actually really like pink now, um, and the people that I've known in my life that are that do like pink, the people that I've met that do like it, they are usually very strong people. Um, but yeah, my kitchen has so much pink in it, lots of pink accents. And it's, you know, I just, I think it adds like a healthy glow to things. Um, and I've heard that if you paint your room, like your whole room pink, it's supposed to drive you batshit crazy, which I thought was really interesting. But who knows? I mean, <laughs> if that was just an accidental, you know, an accidental color choice at a mental institution. I don't know where they came up with that. Um, but yeah, it's very strange. I do notice that people who like red a lot have have very quick tempers and I'm not just saying that I've dated people that that love red and I've known people that love red and it is it is a difference you know um so I think there really is something to our to like our aesthetic you know like our our choices like in fashion and that sort of thing um Brown is supposed to be the color of harmony and domestic bliss. And I noticed that, I mean, obviously, people, a lot of people wear brown, but that's another color that doesn't really sell for me. It's just, I'm not in the business of selling brown clothes to people, which, you know, I think other other businesses do well with with brown because um, it is a neutral and it used to be you know the color of of like the working poor because it covered up dirt really well um, and you wouldn't have to you know launder launder your garments so much like skirts were so long that they would pick up they were like you know it's like you're walking with a mop and they were so heavy you couldn't get all of the fabric up like let's say if there's a puddle or something like you're fucked you know that's why you have all those petticoats and everything to provide a barrier um and it helped a little bit but there was constant laundering that had to be done um 
So if you were wearing all white, for example, then that was a sign, that was a status symbol um, because it meant that you could afford to have somebody do your laundry for you all the time or you had the free time to launder them yourselves all the time because they would require constant constant cleaning. Um, whereas if you're wearing a dress that's all brown, you can you still have some, of course, obviously that you've walked through the mud, but it just kind of blends in more and it's not, you know, it's never going to be fancy. Sometimes I'll be like at the thrift store and I'll see a whole row of brown bridesmaids dresses. And I was like, brown? <laughs> That's such a funny color for a, a, a wedding, but apparently it's common enough. Um, and it's like, you know, you pony up for this, this bridesmaid dress. And then you're like, I'm not going to wear that brown dress. Like, where am I going to wear a brown dress? So it's a very, it's very strange. Okay. I got to get, I got to get to work. I got a ton of shit to do today. Hope you all have a good week. Thank you for listening to my diatribe about color. Don't worry. I don't wish the purple man ill. I just, I'm not a fan. Okay. Bye.